Ladies and gentlemen, Elio here along with Ben, and this is PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast for December the 21st. It is, I believe, our final podcast of 2018, as next week is Christmas. So, Ben, how are you? I'm fantastic. Well, well, at least I was before my eyes started to roll. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Right before I got on, uh, I got on uh, the phone with you today, um, and 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 we'll get into into that because it actually uh, plays into our show. But as as to my day before this all got started, mm-hmm. it's been pretty good. I just I love Fridays. Yeah, I know that I, love I, this. I know that it's cliche, but they're so special. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's. Um... So my weeks have been pretty good, actually. It's uh, not been too bad, except the weather's been gloomy with rain. How about out there? Uh, well, it, it's it's the same thing here. Um, this is like the wettest year like we've ever had. It's, wow. It's just ridiculous. Wow. It's like a it's like a privilege to see the sun. And uh, actually, yeah, this week we are back on Periscope. I took the week off. We took the week off because um, I kind of forgot to charge my iPad last week. So that's not really a good excuse. Now we work in technology, man. I, <laughs> I know. What's going on, right? It's kind of the lifeblood of what we do. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll just chalk it up to uh, we took the week off and we did an audio-only uh, podcast last week. We wanted to save the last one of uh, 2018 for today so we could be on both. Sure. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll just go with that. I'll just pretend that, that that's what we were doing. <laughs> okay. It's live, it's live podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Give us a break. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, let's, uh, get into this, uh, show. We're going to start off with a bit of news you said you had. Yes. So okay. I was, um, I was perusing, uh, a wrestling news source, and our esteemed co-worker, uh, Kaylin Knox, mm-hmm. broke the news that, uh, Impact Wrestling has signed a new television deal for what seems like the fifth time in the last... Ten freaking years. Hold on, hold on. Uh, but shout I out to Kay- not, What's up, Kalen? I do not. Yes, exactly. Shout out to you for sure. Um, and we're and we're gonna steal your thunder and act like we're the reporters on this one. But um, yeah. So it was announced that Impact has will be moving to the Pursuit Channel. As of uh, January 11th, 2019. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so, the the partnership with Pop did not last long. I think that was just over a year. And then the one before that... I was about to ask, uh, how long was uh, were they on Pop? Uh, over a year, right? Uh, yeah, and then I think um, Destination America was a little bit over a year, maybe. Destination America. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, but, but that's but, the thing. No, no. I mean, I was, I was, I was saying that. No, this one, this one, uh, this one beats that. Pursuit. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> are you... Are you in front of your computer at this very moment? I am. Okay. While we're while we're chatting and while I'm trying to glide my thoughts off of this stupidity, um, can you pull up the Pursuit Channel Twitter account? So let me uh, go into Twitter real quick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I it, this is not lack of preparation for the show. I want. I want Elliot no, no, to this, be able to see the ridiculousness yeah. that I'm, I'm looking at. Okay, what is their Twitter account? Uh, do I just put Pursuit TV? Um, it is... It's at Pursuit 
sorry, Pursuit. Pursuit Channel. Pursuit Channel. There we go. At Pursuit Channel. Okay. So I'm going to click on that. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My computer is uh, being ridiculous. Oh, wait, there we go. Okay, let's see. Let me see what this is all about. So I'm seeing an ATV. Um, happy Thanksgiving. I'm seeing a, 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 I see a, I see a picture of a dude holding a, a, a deer. Of <laughs> what? <laughs> bed? Now look. Now look. And ladies and gentlemen, if you were to see what, if you were to see what I'm looking at right now, you'd be scratching your head because what the hell? <laughs> What does wrestling have to do with deer hunting and ATVs and whatever? Aside from Stone Cold Steve Austin driving an ATV to the ring. Yes, and, 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 well, and in the interest of fairness, I should tell our um, our listeners, I have no problem with hunting. I actually grew up with that. So mm-hmm. the, the eye rolling is not is not based off of that. I'm wondering what this channel has to do with wrestling at all. No, that's what that, that, that's what that's what I that's why I I was like, what the hell? Because where does wrestling fit in to uh, that with that channel? That looks more like uh, uh, the outdoors channel, which we get up here. Yeah, and that's the um, same channel I get. Is the I'm I'm not even sure I get Pursuit Channel. I've never even heard of the damn thing. How did he come up with these the names for these channels? The pursuit of what? <laughs> the pursuit of deer. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so. But so okay, so that's the that's the latest news. Impact has changed its its uh, t- TV network. Okay. Okay. Now I understand. That in and of itself may not be major breaking news, but I want I want to bring something to your attention. Okay. As I as I've mentioned before, this this is their second or, th- or third network in, in the last number of years. Uh, they went from Spike to uh, Destination America to Pop, and now the Pursuit Channel. Mm-hmm. All within less than. You know, five years. They've changed four networks in five years. Which, which, you know, that that's not a good, uh, that's not a good ratio, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, not really. Um, for, for successful television. Mm-hmm. But um, the other thing is, you know, in in full disclosure, I actually do um, watch Impact Wrestling on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, recorded, and the reason why I do that is because I have so much respect for the wrestling business itself and the performers that do the art on a daily basis. Okay. So I really do. I really do try to support any any uh, wrestling company that I have access to. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Impact being one of them. But you know, through. Um, analyzing their product over the last number of months, I really I really don't understand how that company is still alive. So and you, I, you know what? I don't want to come across Elio like, like, uh, I'm just being negative. I'm really, I'm, re- I'm not trying to be. I don't understand how that 
nothing urgent or cool ever happens. There's nothing on that channel that would make me call, that would make me, you know, get on my computer and hit you up to say you gotta see what's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, and I would do that. I do that with my friends all the time. Um, you know, not, not with Raw, certainly, but, you know, when, some, right. when something of interest happens, I like to talk about it with people. Yeah. Um, and it's just not happening uh, here. And, you know, um, I also mentioned that I wanted to uh, bring in a conversation that I had with a friend of mine. Yes. Uh, about um, almost nine years ago now. It was in uh, 2010. Okay. And, um, you know, he, he texted me asking if I had heard that Hulk Hogan had signed with then TNA. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I said, yeah, you know, I said, yeah, what do you think about that? He's like, oh my God, why? <laughs> you know, and, and, and uh, <laughs> I, I said, I'm trying to figure that out myself. And it's just, ever since then, I just feel like, you know, impact has been on a slippery slope. And, and, you know, and he, he was also, my friend was also saying in that conversation, I don't expect this uh, company to be alive much longer. And I guess to their credit, they're still around. But there's, there's been so many different, you know, incarnations of the company. You know, they had that, um, you know, coffee break length partnership with, um, Jeff Jarrett's uh, GFW, and then Jeff left again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's just been so many things, and you know, for the sake of the wrestling business, because I think competition is healthy, and um, you know, WWE has clearly got a stranglehold on you know the wrestling market. Um, but uh, you know, I think competition is healthy. Right. Maybe not to the Monday Night Wars level. Right. I don't think we'll ever see something like that again. Well, no, you can't, um, you, but, you, you'll, you'll never repeat the Monday Night Wars. It doesn't matter right. how, how much, how hard anyone tries. There'll never be another Monday Night War. Uh, no. Um, well, I think, and I think we can, we can both agree on that. Um, you know, but it's just, what's, what's your take on, on Impact? So you so you don't see this uh, company uh, lasting, is what you're saying? <laughs> it's, it's not that I don't see it lasting. It's just a, it's more of like a how in the hell and what could possibly be next? Because every time I think they're dead, they they you know somehow find a way to sneak through the back door. But it's just. I don't understand how moving to this channel helps them in any capacity because I, I, you know, I've, I had never heard of Destination America before their announcement was made. I had, I, I, I swear to God, I've never heard of the Pursuit Channel in all my life. I'm not even sure I get that channel. Um, you know, it, it's just, it doesn't seem logical to me. It seems like they're grasping at straws. Okay, well, um, let's see, um... Yeah, this, uh, the, to move to a channel that has to do with outdoors and hunting is something I don't understand, but I think aside from all the ridiculous storyline angles and if you take out all that crap, like that 90s style crap, you've got a lot of, like, you got some pretty good wrestling there. Not, not every match is going to be great, but, like, there, there's some matches I have seen that have been... They've been not bad, not spectacular, but not uh, terrible at all, either. Yeah, and, you know, and it's just, um, it's just one of those things where you know, you hope they survive for yep. the sake of the business, um, and and the paychecks and the families involved, um, but it's just, um, this is a head scratcher for me. But I will say this: I don't want to freaking see Tommy Dreamer on my screen. I'm, I'm done with Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And I mean, they, they only bring him in for these uh, one-offs. And every time they do, you get that ECW chant that is so over and done with. And like, that that's the only reason they bring him in. It's for that nostalgic fact factor. But I just, I... He, it's always the same thing. He does these hardcore matches. He does these uh, uh, candlestick matches. And those kind of matches were okay back in the Attitude Era days. And in the ECW days. But in 2018, you know, it doesn't really fit. Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, people like you and me, I mean, you know, I always, I always liked Tommy. I did. I actually, um, you know, in uh, I think uh, 2010, he was at some point he was the champion for the company that I now work for. Right. This was this was well before I got on board, but um, I was a fan at one of the one of the shows. Okay. And I, I mean, he he did. He got it very decent uh, pop and you know of course he went over and I quite frankly I didn't get his autograph because I didn't feel like standing in line in what was literally a 100 degree gym at the time okay I was about to die um, you know but I think I, I think people like you and me you know were the, were the only ones that would really care about Tommy Dreamer because they People any people much younger than me don't know, know what. Oh. So it's just kind of like to your point, not effective. Right. So, but uh, yeah, like I'm sure Tommy Dreamer, like he, he was cool, like in the in the nineties, but today, uh, like no one's no one cares about these uh, legends or. Wait, wait, or whatever you want to call them. Like they'll go there, but they they won't know who these guys are. I mean, I'm sure they'll know who Tommy Dreamer is because of the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and not to not to go on too much of a of a you know of a you know dissection of our main topic. But, um, you know, the, the use of the word legend is just so overwhelming. Yeah. It's just, if you, if you appeared once on, on the TV in 1996, you're a legend. Like, no. I'm going to be on Raw next week. I'm going to be a legend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No, that's just like superstar. Superstar is another word that's uh, that gets a lot of views. Oh man! It's like no. Yeah. People like the Undertaker. People like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. People like John Cena. Mm-hmm. They are superstars. Everybody that works in the company are not superstars. Right. So let's see. Um. Okay. So. That takes, Anywho, that wraps up. So we have no more section. news. There's no more news items. Uh, not that I saw. Okay. So uh, actually, um, there is one that I did report uh, earlier this morning. Uh, if you saw the, if you scrolled up and down, uh, there was an article about uh, WWE 24 is going to present an episode on Ronda Rousey in 2019. Oh yes, I did see that. Yeah, that's it's, they're gonna. It's gonna air. It's set to air following the Royal Rumble. Oh, very cool. Which, uh, of course, will be in John January twenty seventh of twenty nineteen. So, uh, what do you say we get into this on Monday Night Raw and uh, Tuesday Night SmackDown? The fallout from Sunday night's TLC. Uh, oh yes. Okay, and you said you wanted to do Raw because you wanted to talk about the big angle and the theme of the night on that show. Uh, yes. Okay, so Monday Night Raw came to us from the Golden One Center in Sacramento, California. This, of course, was a fallout from Sunday Night's TLC in San Jose. 
And Ben, take it away. Okay, rather than do our usual uh, match-by-match... Uh, right, match-by-match match uh, rundown. Section of, I'm, going, I'm going to just talk about the major... Uh, Happenings. You mean you don't want to talk? Uh, hold on. You mean you don't want to talk about your favorite wrestler, Bobby Lashley? Uh, no, no. I, I mean, don't. come on. That that that, that 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 was a good segment. That was a good segment. Was it? A, <laughs> I don't think it was a good segment. <laughs> uh, okay, go on. But any, any, um. But anywho, so the the McMahons have uh, finally uh, come back to Raw to address the um, elephant in the room, which is the absolutely abysmal ratings that everybody that has watched wrestling at any time in the last, you know, three, four months is aware of. It has been horrible. I mean, the ratings have been historically... Horrific. Even Seth Rollins addressed it. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't see that. What did he say? Oh, yeah, no, we, we covered it last week. Remember when uh, he confronted Corbin? He said the ratings uh, have oh, been so oh, low yeah. and the yeah. shows I'm, suck I'm because I'm... because of uh, Corbin? Yes, my, my bad. I, I thought maybe he said something further. No, no, no. I was, um, that's what I was referring to. But, uh, you know... So, so all the McMahons come out, and of course, Mr. McMahon gets the massive pop, whatever, and everybody bows down to him. Um, you know, and, and the thing is, they say, you know, we're paying attention, the power is now in the hands of the fans. Yep. And I have to call bullshit on that. <laughs> okay. Because... Because the last time we heard that was was in 2011 when The Rock made his long-awaited return uh, to WWE, and he he said some he said to the effect that it's been seven years and I I promise you I am never ever going away again. Oh yes, I remember that uh, promo. And and. Sure enough, what happened? He so went away. I, I don't, I don't believe in those kind of promos. They just kind of make me roll my eyes. Yep. I hope that by having this segment, it's at least a start to them acknowledging that they have to make changes. Mm-hmm. And not just like a band-aid thing. Right. Um. Because to me, I think. Um, I think if it's a band-aid thing, you got a problem. Yep. Um, and I think WWE has a vast array of problems uh, right now. And not and not including, uh, you know, NXT or any of that, which I which I think NXT is freaking wonderful. Right. Yeah. In I comparison. Know. I mean, it looks like a. I mean, it looks like a Van Gogh painting. Yeah. I, I love NXT. NXT and NXT UK, those are... I like... I love both shows. I look forward to them. It, 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 it's fantastic. And I can't wait to check out NXT UK. I'm, I'm going to do some of that tonight. I've uh, I've been sidetracked uh, by Twitch the last couple of nights. Twitch? Wow, what's going on on Twitch? I I know I know about Twitch. I I've been there on there, to lo- just looking um, around. What's going on? So I have, I mean I had heard of Twitch because of uh, you know Impact Wrestling or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've never been on there. And then all of a sudden our um, our our friend Alec, who also works on the site, invited me on there to uh, to watch him play this video game. Right. Okay. And I, I watch, I watch, I watch walkthroughs on on YouTube and stuff like that all the time. I, I, I last night I started watching a uh, walkthrough of, of Call of Duty Black Ops. 
So hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you are you a are you a WWE champion on two K nineteen yet? I don't I don't have the game. I don't get that till Christmas. Oh hey, how do how do you know we are gonna get for Christmas? You're not supposed to know before next week. What's going on? <laughs> um, well, it's, I only put two I only put two things on my list. Oh okay. And and I always I always get the latest WWE. All right. What? What? So, what? Which one are you getting? Uh, for the, which uh, system? For the Xbox One. Oh, okay. But any, but anywho, so I'm, so I've been, um, I've been completely um, diverted into the world of Twitch. Oh, okay. Which is which has actually been pretty cool. But uh, but we but I digress. Mm-hmm. I I needed a distraction from the horribleness that has been wrestling. Yeah. Excuse me. Um. But anywho, you know, so it's one thing for the McMahon's to you know come on the show and get and you know get get this cheap pop and whatever. Yeah. Um. It's 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 another thing for them to actually listen to what we're saying. Right. And the last time they really listened to us, something great came out of it, which was the 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 uh, the evolution of the women's division. Yes, and uh, the first ever all women's pay per view. That was such an awesome pay per view. I I enjoyed uh, every uh, match on there, from from top yeah, to bottom. I mean, I enjoyed every. I was, you know, I was, I was genuinely happy for the women that were involved in that. Yep. And not just from a wrestling perspective. I mean, I was happy for the human beings. Yep. Um, so if, if they take it seriously to that degree, then it's going to be a good thing. Right. Um, I am, uh, I'm really sick of these, uh jumped up authority figures, so the mm-hmm. fact that the McMahons are going to be hopefully uh, on TV more often and have actual authority, right? That could be a good thing. Well, I'm looking. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm gonna. I want to give them a chance and see exactly what they do with this whole new direction or this fresh start that they were talking about. So, well, that's exactly what. I'm thinking because if it's going to be two or three weeks, that doesn't do us anything. Right. You know, we we need sustained uh, change. Now I have to ask you about another segment on there. Um, Ronda Rousey's promos. What do you think? I think her promos need work. Because I was um, okay. But, sorry. But hang on, her, I mean, her, in, her in-ring work gets better every time I see her. Mm-hmm. So she has my complete faith in that regard, mm-hmm. that she will get as good as she possibly can. Uh, and, and, and quite frankly, she set the bar pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of her promos, there is room for improvement there. I think if she works with Paul Heyman, which she's been doing, I think she has uh, potential. And they're not horrible. Um, the thing that I don't like is her facial expressions. Um, they kind of throw me off. Yeah, when she makes that really mean look or that angry look. Yeah, I mean, yep. to, me, to me, it looks like she's constipated. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. Just, and I don't mean to laugh, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, yeah, the way it sounded, but yeah. I, I can't take it, I, I mean, I can't take it seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, they just, they need to let Ronda Rousey be Ronda Rousey and not, you know, and not WWE her. Because I was sitting there Monday night, like I said, I watched my I watched Raw at night after everyone goes to sleep. It's like I have the entire room to myself. I can watch Raw. 
without any distractions. Now, I was sitting there listening to her promos, her promo, and uh, she kept repeating the one line, like, uh, a champion, a champion. It sounded, that promo sounded so heavily scripted and sounded like she was reciting a poem and kept repeating the title of the poem. Yeah. So, so she's, she's got work to do there. Yeah. That's why, like, her promos, I'm not really buying her promos. They sound more like a heavily scripted poem. And she keeps repeating the title. Well, you know, and to her, to her um, defense, you know, she's not, she's not exactly um, used to doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll be, I'll be interested to see if her WWE run is long term. Uh, because I have my doubts. But for what for what it is right now, in ring wise, she she's really got something. Mhm. No, I really enjoy I enjoy her in ring work. Absolutely. So um, that's uh raw and um. So are you sure there's not any? So is that all for Raw, or is there any more? Uh, no, that that's all I had. Because actually, uh, Raw was um, Raw was uh more focused on a gauntlet match to determine a number one contender for the women's championship, which will take place on Monday night, Christmas Eve. And that was that uh, show was already recorded uh, following this week's episode of Raw. And uh, and why don't why don't you uh, why don't you take that one because uh, I think I've talked too much. <laughs> okay, so basically, uh, there was uh, really nothing much to come out of next week's Raw, which is a Christmas Eve edition, other than. Natalia won the gauntlet match this past Monday night to earn the right to face Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship next Monday night. And the results of that show were Ronda Rousey defeating Natalia by submission after applying the armbar to retain her championship. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I, I saw that coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we will move on to uh, WWE SmackDown Live. And let's see what the SmackDown side of TLC's Fallout had for us. So, of course, the SmackDown came to us on, from the same art center in Fresno, California. And it kicked off with Shane McMahon addressing the roster and uh, relieving uh, Paige of her uh, GM duties as uh, he will now be be overseeing SmackDown Live. And um, let's see what matches there were. First match started off was a uh, tag team match which was oh it was an eight person tag match with the Usos and what are these guys calling themselves Ben? The Good Brothers or the Club? Uh I think it's Good Brothers. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. The Good Brothers. Now we uh okay, so it was the Usos and the Good Brothers Taking on Sanity and The Bar. Now, I'm a fan of Sanity. I kind of like them. They have a cool uh, look. Now, the Good Brothers, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. We haven't seen these guys on TV in months. Where have they been, Ben? Do you have any idea where what they've been doing with these guys? Uh, you, you cut off on the end yeah, no, I know. I, I just, I just, I just noticed that. Um, uh, what did you say? I was saying, uh, it was the Usos and the Good Brothers against 
Sanity and the Bar. Now, the Good Brothers haven't been on the on TV in months. Any idea what they've been doing with them? Uh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> which, which is which is really confusing to me, especially um, especially given how good these guys are. It's such a crime, like to like that they're doing nothing with these guys. These guys were like big. Big names in NJPW. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they were killers in NJPW, and you know, um, before, I'm kind of partial to the Good Brothers, specifically Luke Gallows, because mm-hmm. um, one, he, he has personally helped me out with something uh, s- uh, several years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, through a mutual friend of ours. Um, but, um, he, um, his home indie company, uh, or as he calls it, um, is the same company that I work for. Okay. Uh, Elite, Elite Pro Wrestling Alliance right. in, uh, West Virginia. And he has, he has worked a lot of matches there, um, been, uh, been champion, uh, you know, and, and, through and I don't mean to be a fanboy. I, I say that for for a very good reason. I, so I have seen a lot of a lot of his non WWE matches. And let me tell you something. This this dude is a killer. I mean, he's not your run of the mill, you know, big dude. Yeah. I mean, this this guy has has potential. And then um, you know, Carl. I actually I actually announced. Uh, his return return match to Elite after after um, his first uh, WWE run, where oh, he man. teamed up with Tama Tonga. Um, so yeah, I mean that that dude is a killer, and you know I don't know if you ever noticed Carl Anderson in the ring, but he is so seamless and just. Both of them just come across as legit ass kickers, mm-hmm. and and you know, don't we want you know legit legit ass kickers <laughs> to make these matches look like a fight? And I, I like I like Luke Gallows in uh, the, this role. I uh, I didn't like much in uh, the aces and eights uh, role that he had in Impact, and especially not to the Festus role that they put him in before. Well, and, 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 you know, he, he's had a lot of different roles. You know, he was the imposter king. That one surprised me. I did not know and, that. Uh, well, you know, I, one, I, I did after the fact, because I, I, um, we have, we have very close mutual friends, so I was, I was aware of it. Okay. I've actually, I, I've, I've met, I've met him once, he was like the coolest dude. But because 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 we have mutual friends, I kind of got the inside scoop. Oh, um, okay, cool. But um, but that not but take that completely out of it, and just from like the in ring perspective, those two guys are killers. You know, and the the same can be said for the revival. <laughs> I don't understand why talent like this is not being used. Right. I mean, they, they, they gave them the win on uh, Raw, so hopefully they start doing something with the revival. I just... Uh, something. Please. So, this is our second week that we've seen Mustafa Ali. Yeah, uh, and uh, he defeated Andrade Cien Elmas. These are two guys that I like, and I really like Mustafa Ali. I've seen him on uh, Raw. I've seen him on Two O Five, not as much yeah. on Two, not as much on Two O Five, but more on Raw. But I like his style. Yes, and the thing that I was, the thing that I was impressed is he pinned um, Daniel Bryan. Or, uh, didn't he? I thought he pinned Bryan, and uh, or did he pin Elmas? Um. Uh. The, the uh, This week was uh singles. Last week it was a uh, tag team where he pinned uh, Daniel Bryan. Last week he teamed uh, up with AJ Styles. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, I um, I have I keep forgetting that this week has had me yet because it was taped. So I, I got I keep getting them backwards. Um, <laughs> but uh, anywho, um, yeah, I see I see significant potential in uh, Mustafa Ali and, yep. and clearly uh, they do too, or else they would not have had him pin the WWE champion. Yes. So I'm, um, um, and that I was surprised about. And um, then, and uh, next we had Samoa Joe's quote apology to Jeff Hardy, and that led into a match where Je- with Jeff Hardy defeated Samoa Joe by countout. Oh God. So I I don't really know what to say about this other than um. Okay, using a real life situation, I'm not. We've already said on the show, I'm not a fan of the real life situations. Yeah, I'm. I'm not either. Uh, yeah. But then, then again, uh, Jess is is so well known that it's kind of like, you know, okay. Like everybody knows about it, though. And then. In the main event, which I believe this was uh, recorded for uh, next week's SmackDown, which is a Christmas Day episode. Because again, as we mentioned earlier, they recorded the Christmas episodes following this week's live episodes. Okay, and then... And it was Rusev defeating Shinsuke Nakamura to become the new United States Champion. Thank Christ. I was, I was so happy. I was so happy to to hear about this. Uh, like I got a notification on my on my phone when on my iPad when it it uh, happened. It said breaking news. Uh, see inside the app. So I opened it and it showed uh, that uh, Rusev defeated Shinsuke Nakamura for the championship. And, you know, I I don't mean anything against uh, Shinsuke, but Rusev is just one of. Once again, it's just one of those guys, like, why aren't you pushing him to the moon? He's entertaining on the mic, too. He's become, uh, he's improved on the mic. He's, like, entertaining backstage with his promos. Well, now that you can understand what he's saying, now that yeah. they've, kind of, they've kind of moved away from this uber-Russian heel guy. And I, and, um, and I, yeah, but I'm glad, uh, that uh, this everything they've been doing with uh, this guy, I'm glad it led to this him become the new champion. Yeah, definitely. Because when they usually when they uh, do like strange things with these uh, guys, you never know where it's gonna lead. So I'm glad that it led to this. So Merry Christmas, yeah. Rusev. It's Rusev Day. It's not Christmas. What are you talking about? It's Merry Rusev Day. Oh, there we go. Christmas and Rusev. Rusevmas. Exactly. <laughs> or, or as as we call it in my gym, because we do uh, we do a like a Christmas Eve workout. We call it Merry Lithmas. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right, so now now that we've gotten the uh, Raw and SmackDown reviews done um we have the best of and the worst of awards yes in honor of this topsy-turvy year that has been 2018 now should we uh, kick off with the uh with the first award uh yes and you have the notes from from yesterday I do. I have them. I have all the candidates uh, written down on my little notepad. Okay, cool. So, for match of the year, the candidates are Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in the last man standing from the Evolution pay per view, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy from Hell in a Cell, and War Games 2018. Yeah, um,. Well, I think I think we have a clear winner there, in terms of um, evolution. Yes, I went with uh, the Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair from Evolution. I really enjoyed that match. 
from start to end. Yeah. However, we should uh, give the honor honors uh, the honorable mention to Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy for the Hell in a Cell. And on on some of the um, uh, you know, some of the listeners might be like, "Well, why was that a match of the year uh, nominee?" Let me explain my thinking because I was the driving force behind that. Um, you know, I always look for moments that make me say, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> which is which is which is such a rarity in in uh, wrestling nowadays. Yeah, uh, because. You know, we've been watching it for so long. Yep. We and we kind of get used to the regular rigmarole. But mm-hmm. when when the screwdriver went in his ear. Oh my god! I had to turn my head away. <laughs> I, my stomach turned. Oh. I could not believe. I could not believe PT show or not. Oh man! Whatever the rating, whatever the rating was or is, you know, yeah. I could not believe that that was happening. So our, our, our next one is Wrestler of the Year. And uh, for that we have Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles. Now I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna pick Braun Strowman because no matter what they do with this guy, people just cheer him wherever he goes. Every time he comes out, he always gets that the loud cheers from the crowd. And I'm gonna actually I'm gonna go with uh, AJ Styles. Okay. And why is that? Um, because well, because I I was thinking about it after um after we got off the phone uh doing this uh, yesterday. You know, if you think about his run with the title and just the consistent quality of his work, mm-hmm. I um, I think I think bell to bell, he's the best they have. Okay. And he uh, he absolutely deserves it. Okay. Next, we have uh, for female of the year, we have Becky Lynch, Asuka, and Charlotte Flair. Shall we say it in unison on three? Yeah. One, two, three. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. <laughs> Enough said. In the next, God. the next uh, one we have is the NXT match of the year. Now, for NXT match of the year, we have. NXT match with you, we have Johnny Gargano versus Spasso Champa from NXT TakeOver, Alistair Black versus the Double Team Dream, and War Games 2018. Uh oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem. Hold on. So, for that one, um,. The NXT match of the year is Johnny Gargano versus Maso Ciampa from NXT TakeOver, Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black in War Games 2018. Which one, which one are you taking? I'm going to say uh, War Games 2018 because I really enjoyed uh, the War Games. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm from the from the old school era and I really liked the I was a fan of the steel cage matches from back in the old uh, from back in the uh, 80s and 90s and so I'm going to take uh, war games and I'm going to I'm going to respectfully disagree and I'm going to say um Tommaso Ciampa Johnny Gargano okay and I'll let me uh, let me go on my little fanboy you know thing with, with this match. Okay. Here that we was, go. That was masterful, masterful storytelling. If if I if I were to 
show people a match as to why I'm a fan of professional wrestling, I would show them Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 25 Mm -hmm. and that match. Okay. Because, well, and also uh, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero from Halloween Havoc 97. Those three is what I would show. And the reason the reason why I'm, I I say that about this match is because the the segment with the crutch where um, Johnny was constantly teasing hitting um, hitting Tommaso Ciampa with it, and you could see the emotion in both of their faces. I you know I can't really do my reaction justice. Um, uh, you know, just on uh, Periscope and uh, and uh, Facebook video, but I encourage you to go back and one watch that match because it's awesome if you haven't seen it. And two, um, you know, specifically watch the the segment with the crutch, and and you'll you'll see you'll I think you'll see what I'm talking about. To me, to, because to me, professional wrestling isn't is about entertainment. Yes, but more than anything, to me, it's about capturing emotion. Mm-hmm. And and when you can when you can capture a moment that really encompasses that aspect of humanity. Um. I think you got something there. Because, you know, everybody knows that wrestling is is staged and scripted and stuff like that. So it's hard to capture real things. That was a real that was a real deal thing. That was like holy crap. Okay. So for for that for that reason I, I, I think that it should win. I mean, that, it was like the perfect combination of good versus evil, and now we have evil and evil coming back together with Johnny's heel turn. It's just masterful storytelling. Okay. And the next, the next category, we have the best moment of the year. And the candidates are Becky Lynch's heel turn, the Evolution announcement, and Daniel Bryan heel turn. Uh, Becky Lynch. I mean, to me, there's no. So Becky Lynch, I... that's your pick. Yes. Okay. I'm going to. Actually, I'm going to have to take the same because the Daniel Bryan heel turn, while it was uh, surprising, I thought uh, Becky Lynch's heel turn was was better. It was, it was so, like, organic. Yeah, it, like, it, yeah. Hap- it happened because uh, Bryan's heel turn, while it was good it, and it was a surprise, they just uh, let Becky's heel turn happen. It wasn't for. It didn't feel forced. Yeah, and and also the, the fans' explosive reaction to it mm-hmm. was just like you know. And in the next category, we have the most cringeworthy. Oh no. There's going to be some now looks because the categories are as follows. The New Day Butler Pancake Bake Off, whatever the hell you want to call it. And Alexa Bliss, This Is Your Life. 
And thinking Bobby Lashley's new almighty gimmick, whatever you want to call that, with his stupid pose, which I know, Ben, you're a, you're a huge fan of uh, Bobby Lashley's Benny poses. Uh, well, I, and I, I, I want to emphasize this because I, I'm just, I'm, I'm terrified that, um, I'm terrified that our listeners will get the wrong idea. Elio <laughs> is being facetious. I hate that. <laughs> it, makes, it makes my stomach turn every, like, uh. Oh my god. I, I like swear. I would, I, would, I never thought I would have to ask another man not to bend over. <laughs> I swear, you know what? Especially last night on last night on uh no sorry on Monday's Raw which actually I was watching last night. Sometimes I watch it later in the week, but I I swear when uh Leo Rush introduced uh, Bobby Lashley, he started doing his stupid poses. Uh, I was like, now look, just <sighs> okay. But surprisingly, surprisingly, ladies and gentlemen, despite our Unanimous grossed out reaction. Yeah. That is not my winner to this category. No. What what is your winner for this category? Not that uh, we can really name any one winner because they all sucked. <laughs> yeah, yes, but I would have to say the New Day Bake Off. That was not only cringe worthy, but that was also just playing off on the, it was just really, really bad what they did to, uh, to do a foil. Yeah. Yeah. That, I that just, was uh, bad what they really, what they did to him. He's a freaking Hall of Famer's, uh, son. And they made him dress up like, like this goofy butler. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that uh, one, this, that one gets my vote for the wor- most cringeworthy moment of the year. Absolutely. Next, we have the best feud of the year. And we have Johnny Gargano versus Aleister Black, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, and Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Okay, first off, I have to say hats off to Johnny Gargano for being involved in two, uh, with two completely different characters. I know um, how how he did that. I don't I don't know how he did that, but that's uh, pretty that, cool. That is a testament to him as a performer, and I want to give props to Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Um, as a as a pure wrestling fan, um, I just I don't know how um, I don't know how you can look at, at Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair's work and not give it to them. I just. Yeah, they I'm, are ground. They are groundbreaking right now. They are special. Yep. That's uh, my pick for a few of the years. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. But I'm gonna give honorable mentions to Johnny Gargano. Actually, all three of these um, deserve to be up there. The two Johnny Gargano feuds deserve both deserve the honorable mentions because. And uh, I'm going to give an extra award to the Alistair Black one because I'm going to give that the most the most shocking moment of the year because no one expected that. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Then we have the worst feud of the year. Sasha Banks versus Bailey, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus AOP, and Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus The Ascension. What's your decision? Okay, now... When, uh... There we go. <laughs> now, look. When we started uh, talking about this team we, a few many weeks back, we were trying to figure out how in the world they put these two together. Yet, somehow, they made it work, and they are now the Raw Tag Team Champions. But I have to say, I was, yeah. I was getting tired of seeing Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus The Ascension week in and week out. So I'm going to have to give it to that. 
That was my worst feud. Yeah, well, my my worst feud was Sasha Banks uh, and Bailey. Okay. Um, because it just got so bad. I mean, I just you know these are two very talented performers, and yet you made them look like jokes. And and, he, and even I, and even scraped the. They scraped the, the Dr. Shelby from Obscurity. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, he just needs to go back to whatever insane asylum he works for. Maybe it's the insane asylum. Maybe it's Shady Acres from Impact Wrestling. Uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, in all, all sincerity, before, um, before Shady Acres showed up on uh, Impact Wrestling, I have to give credit. I originated the Shady Acres name because I um, I incorporated that. I I swear to God, I had never heard it before. I made it up in a series of running jokes directed toward my mom in a nursing home, uh, which is something that I would never do to her anyway. But I, but in a series of of jokes, I just. I, and and genius on my part, I made up that name. And, and what, her, year, what year was that? Hilarious. Hold on, what year was I'm that? Sorry? What year was that? Oh, this, this was way back in like uh, 2012. And it's just been like a running gag, maybe even sooner. Like because that, have, have, you ever seen a, have you ever seen Ace Ventura? Uh, no. Pet Detective. You never seen it? Not, not in its entirety, no. Okay, there's a scene where Ace Ventura goes back to the town that the lieutenant uh, grew up in and came from to investigate. And he went to, to an insane asylum and that insane asylum is called uh, Shady Acres. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, that movie came out in 1994. I know what I'm saying. That movie came out in 1994. They called that uh, Asylum Shady Acres. Oh, good. Uh, well, there's so much for my originality. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Did I pop that bubble? Uh, yeah, you did. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know, I, I, I thought I came up with something clever. <laughs> <laughs> so I came up with something wonderful, and, and here you go. Oh no! I think I just, I think I just jumped heel. Yeah, at least, at least, I, at least I didn't use anything as a pickup line toward you know a girlfriend or anything. Uh, I <laughs> find out later it was a movie. So those are our uh, categories for the best and worst of. Now they might not be like a, like a complete list, but those are just some of the ones that we came up with. And and, and really, really to be honest with you, those were the ones that popped off my screen. Right? No, I I, I know that because uh, they popped up on my screen as well when I was when I opened up uh, Facebook. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, but any, you know, um, I just want to, I just want to let our viewers know uh, this was our um, last podcast of 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to, um, we're going to take time off to enjoy the holidays. Yep. Uh, in our in our respective countries, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will be back uh, shortly after the, after the new year. And I know it's going to be difficult um, to uh, to go that long without us. But we have a couple um, back episodes that we have to upload, and um, and if you've missed any of our previous content um 
please feel free to check that out and tell us what you think. Um, and then also, also um, in in the, in the new year, we will we will be uh, we will be looking for new ways to bring uh, to bring uh, new and exciting content to you. So stick with us. You know, 2018 was kind of our warm up. We got we got going in uh, September, but I think I think 2019 is really gonna be big for us, and we're looking forward to it. Now, before we do sign off, I have to say, now, Ben, I've, I've had, like, between high school and college, I had, uh, I've had a couple of dreams, and, and I wonder, one of them was working at IBM, which happened in 96. Another one was, um, doing something involving professional wrestling, which I'm doing with Wrestling News Source. And the third was to uh, be on the somehow be on the air and have my own podcast, which I'm doing now. So, I so I didn't really bring you along to uh, help me build my dream, because I can do the podcast on my own because I've got experience. However, I thought it would be more fun and entertaining to have a co-host. So I'm going to say thank you for coming along for the ride. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm more than happy to, uh, to be with it. And actually, um, you know, two of those two of those dreams were mine because uh, when, I was, when I was eight years old, I wanted to be a sportscaster so I could be on TV and, uh, or, the, or the radio. And, um, you know, the podcast is, is uh, pretty damn close to that. And I always, I always wanted to be involved with uh, with professional wrestling, and I, the fact that we get to talk wrestling every week, and I'm doing stuff for the website. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is pretty cool. 20, uh, 2018 was a banner year for me in many, many ways, and uh, and I'm in twenty twenty nine uh, in twenty nineteen we're gonna do great things. Absolutely. And uh, so thank you for uh, sticking with me for this long, Elio, and hopefully you'll have me along for uh, many more years of this show. Yes, sir. So I think that's a wrap. We're gonna call. We're gonna call it a show, and we're gonna say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to our listeners, and we will see you in the new year. All right, break it. All right, Ben. Peace. I will. I will talk to you shortly.